Hello and welcome to the Body Velocity Show, the show where we take our health and fitness content information and advice and cram it into a value-packed audio podcast that lasts 20 minutes or less to take you one step closer to your dream body. My name is Jeremy Langlois and I appreciate you tuning in today. Uh, We're going to go through the same things we go through every week, which is our content from our Facebook page from the previous week, which includes Quick Tip Tuesday from our bootcamp coach, Melinda Hyde, Wednesday Wisdom from our health and fitness expert content writer, Krista Bugden, uh, Fun Recipe Friday from our dietitian, Michaela Coop, and lastly, my advice from last Monday's Facebook Live. Uh, Before we get into it, if you have any questions uh, or any comments, make sure to leave them down below uh, on, on this podcast page. And uh, let's get into it. First up is Quick Tip Tuesday from our bootcamp coach, Melanda. Hi, this was posted on the 27th of November, last Tuesday. All right, so this is what she wrote. Hey team, today we are talking about a couple of ways to reduce calorie intake for weight loss. While there are many factors that influence the rate a person loses weight, it won't happen unless your body is consuming less calories than it needs to sustain your individual metabolism. A couple of steps to cut calories at every corner include, number one, get into the habit of reading nutritional labels and serving sizes. Nobody wants to hear this, but a whole block of chocolate doesn't count as one serve. Get an idea of how many calories are in your favorite snacks and work that into your daily calorie limit. A good way to do this is to have each individual serve stored in Ziploc bags with a calorie number on them to easily stay accountable. Step number two, remember that not everything low in calories is healthy and not everything healthy is low in calories. A prime example of this is nuts and nut butters. While they have plenty of nutritional value, they are also very energy dense, so you still need to pay attention to serving sizes like any other food. Number three, cut the soft drinks. For the average person, soft drink offers little value other than liquid calories. Consider cutting it from your daily diet and replacing it with mineral water with lemon or lime juice. Number four, Keep an eye on your other liquid calories. Unless it's water, it's adding to your calorie total. For example, a standard hot chocolate racks up about 290 calories, which is more than a six-pack of McDonald's chicken nuggets. Awesome, really good tips there from Melanda. Really quick quick tip Tuesday. And uh, I remember we had a comment on this from one of our members. Let me just get down to it. From one of our members, Alex, who mentioned... Watermelon, 300 grams. Yes, yeah, so, so Melinda, invite everyone to comment with their favorite snacks and how they like to do that with the, the calorie counting and separation. So Alex says, watermelon, 300 grams. Use a sandwich Ziploc bag. It fills more than half. Looks like there is a lot, however, only 92 calories. Love having it after lunch as my serve of the carbs. Um, so first of all, great quick tip from Melinda there. It's easy, very, very easy to not realize how many calories you're consuming, especially if you're eating um, things like nuts or in general, uh, foods <clears throat> Foods that are high in good fats will be high in calories because fat um, has more calories per grams compared to carbohydrates and proteins. So um, eating good fats, you'll feel like you're not eating uh, a lot of calories because it's healthy food. When in reality, good fats do can do contain a lot of calories. I'm not saying to cut out good fats. Good fats are very important. So good fats are things like avocados, nuts, uh, salmon. They're all really good for you, but um, you need to watch the quantity you're uh, consuming. You don't need, you know, you might not need as much as you may be consuming right now, 
Um, and if you're consuming too much of it, then that's going to add to your calorie total. Um, so yeah, a great way, a great thing that we do for to, to help our members kind of open their eyes and realize how much calories they're consuming is food diaries. So we use MyFitnessPal. And um, yeah, if I could recommend anything would be to get on that and to fill in the diary that you, to, to fill in the food that you consume on a daily basis and that will help to uh, open up your eyes to how many calories you're consuming. So great quick tip there from Melinda and uh, great input from our member Alex as well about her watermelon. Wednesday Wisdom article from Krista Bugden is next. This was posted on the 28th of November. The title of this one is The Lowdown on Carpal Tunnel Syndrome. And this is what Krista has written. If you type all down a keyboard, you might be at risk of developing carpal tunnel syndrome. Other causes include pregnancy, obesity, hypothyroidism, diabetes, and arthritis. It normally starts out as a weakness in your hand or wrist. It might resemble a tingling or numbness type sensation. Surprisingly, carpal tunnel syndrome can eventually impact your grip strength. Uh, why does this matter? Your day-to-day -day activities become harder. You may find it difficult to use your thumb or other fingers. In turn, certain exercises may become difficult to perform. That way you normally hold in your hand, you can't hold it properly anymore. So what's going on? The median uh, nerve runs down your arm and through your wrist. It passes through a passageway in the wrist called the carpal tunnel. When it's functioning properly, it helps you move your thumb and all your fingers except the pinky. Certain conditions or repetitive motions cause the wrist to become irritated and swollen. Consequently, the carpal tunnel becomes compressed. Pressure is placed on the median nerve. In severe cases, you might lose feeling in your palm, fingers, or thumb. You may not be able to move your fingers or thumb properly. You become uncoordinated, and if it continues, you could potentially have permanent nerve or muscle damage. And we use our hands for a lot. Another surprise, women are three times more likely than men to have carpal tunnel syndrome. So what do you do? Carpal, carpal tunnel syndrome may come and go or it may gradually worsen. The best method is to take proper care of your wrists. It sounds silly because it's such a small, it's such a small area, but it could save you weeks, months, or years of pain and inconvenience. Stretching the wrist can help to relieve the pressure and it helps give your wrist a much needed break. Further, forearm and wrist strengthening can help decrease the risk of carpal tunnel syndrome from developing. How do you do this? For stretching, grab one hand with your opposite hand. Face the palm away from you and pull your hand back. Hold for about 20 to 30 seconds, then repeat the same thing but with your palm facing towards you. For strengthening, use a resistance band or small weight. Practice wrist extensions and flexion. If you know it's a weak spot, start doing these on the regular. Don't let pain stand in your way of reaching your fitness goals or enjoying your life. Make sure carpal tunnel syndrome doesn't become your problem. You really great article there from Krista. I remember speaking to a member about this last week. Uh, we spoke about this because she started feeling this, these symptoms from uh, holding her children, um, who are, uh, who well, who is now three, and um, yeah. So we were just speaking of this last week. So it's um, really good advice. So really timely advice, and um, yeah. I mean, wrist stretches are so easy to do. You can do it. You can do it anyway. Do it at, uh, at the desk. It take it doesn't take long at all, and it's going to make the world of difference. Just stretching out those wrists and forearms. And um, which is obviously a very commonly neglected part of the body because it's so such a small, seemingly insignificant part of the body. So we don't really pay attention to it all. But um, yeah, carpal tunnel syndrome. I personally haven't experienced it, but I know people who have and it is painful. So a really good article there from Krista that's posted on the 28th of November on our Facebook page. So if you want to read there, 
that's where you will find it. Next is Fun Recipe Friday from my dietitian Michaela Kripp, personally 30th of November on our Facebook page. This is what she's written. This week's recipe is a one-tray oven-baked chicken thighs with capsicum and butter beans. A super simple meal that can be quickly assembled that's sure to be a crowd pleaser. This is a perfect midweek meal and makes a great lunch the next day. Why not add it to next week's menu? So Michaela sourced this from deliciousmagazine.co.uk. Uh, and as always with the Fun Recipe Fridays, it is a very, very simple um, meal. So the ingredients, three garlic cloves, two sliced and one finely chopped, two peppers sliced, peppers peppers are uh, capsicums, I think they're called in England, anyway, um, olive oil for drizzling, eight free-range chicken thighs trimmed, two 400-gram tins of cherry tomatoes or chopped tomatoes, 200 milliliters of dry white or red wine, or use chicken stock. Two teaspoon red white vinegar, 400 grams tin butter beans or cannellini beans, rinsed and drained. Handful rocket, chopped plus extra to serve. Grated zest, one lemon plus wedges to serve. Uh, and then to serve optional is crusty bread. So method, it's a three step method. Uh, number one, heat the oven to 200 degrees. Uh, 180 degrees fan forced. Toss the sliced garlic and peppers in a roasting tin with a drizzle of oil. Nestle the chicken on top and pour the tomatoes, uh, wine stock and vinegar around. Season and drizzle with olive oil. Roast for 45 minutes or until the chicken is golden brown and cooked through. Step two, after 30 minutes of the cooking time has passed, stir the beans into the sauce and then return to the oven for the remaining time. Step three, sprinkle the chicken with a chopped rocket, lemon zest, and finely chopped garlic. Serve with lemon wedges to squeeze over, extra rocket and crusty bread to mop up the sauce. Delicious tips from deliciousmagazine.co.uk. Uh, next time, swap the chicken for sustainable white fish fillets. Roast the veg for 20 minutes, then add the fish and beans for 15 minutes. And uh, make a head make to the end of step two. Store covered in the fridge for up to 24 hours or freeze in single servings. Reheat. Thaw first if frozen, until heated through, then finish step three. Um, super easy again. Again, you'll find this on our Facebook page from the 30th of November. And um, yeah, give it a go. Leave a comment and uh, let us know what you think. It looks delicious. So lastly, we have my Facebook live from last Monday. And um, instead of repeating myself and potentially giving you different uh, pointers, I'm going to let you listen to myself from the recording. Here we go, live, live, Facebook live from last Monday. Bootcamp and as always, Mondays at 8pm we are live here in the office and I'm going to share a message with you. And this week is about how to start a fitness routine and not lose motivation. Now, I don't have any notes around me. Uh, I'm holding my pen book because I like to, to feel around with it, but I've got no notes with me. I'm literally speaking about this from experience, uh, from things that I've uh, noticed myself when doing a fitness routine and things that I now share with uh, with members. And this isn't a message I've shared, I've shared too much in the past, so I'm, uh, that's why I wanted to do it tonight. So, starting a fitness routine and not losing motivation. I see uh, well, myself when um, in the past when I was to start a fitness routine, I'd go on with it I just do as much as possible in the first week of it you know I'd go for six weight sessions in the gym in the first week and after three or four weeks I just completely lost motivation 
And um, I did that with a few things. I did that a few times with a few things. Um, and I realized as I got older and, you know, learned to, um, through experience, the best thing that you can do is just start a routine, do small things, achievable things that then build up into a snowball effect. So, for example, if I was to talk to someone who was about to start here at boot camp, I would recommend doing three or four sessions a week before trying to push for seven or eight. You know, we've got members doing seven or eight sessions a week. Those members are members that have been around for a while and that have gotten that snowball effect already. They've gotten that momentum um, and it's no problems for them to do seven or eight a week. But someone just starting out, we recommend going no more than four, maybe five, because any more than that, uh, you know, to start with all, uh, all at once is just going to be too much and you're going to lose motivation. So the message I want to share here today in starting a fitness routine, because it's the time of year for it, everyone's looking at getting into, you know, uh, swimwear again to go to the beach for the summer holidays and looking at the new resolution. It's that time of year. It's that time where people are going to start routines, maybe yourself. The one thing I've got to tell you, or one of many things I've got to tell you, is to focus on those small things. Do the small things. Do just a few sessions a week. Get into the habit of doing that. And at the end of the day, it's all about the lifestyle habit. So if you do those small things over and over and over, week in, week out, month in, month out, it's all going to become a part of your lifestyle. And it's no, no longer going to become a resolution. For example, it's just going to be a lifestyle. This is what you do. Um, this is becomes who you are. Your fitness routine is a part of your life. It's, it's a non-negotiable. It's just what you do. And um, that never tends to stick around. That kind of feeling never tends to stick around. When you start, you go gung-ho and you go you know, 10 sessions a week. Um, that's the quickest way to burn out. That's the quickest way of feeling tired with a routine. So uh, avoid that mentality of uh, going all in all at once that first week, that first month. Avoid that mentality. Instead, focus on the long term. Focus on where you want to be in 12 and 24 months. Focus on that long term. And understand that it's all about those little simple things. Just doing three sessions a week over and over consistently over time is going to get you your results. It's going to get you ultimately that lifestyle habit of being fit, being healthy. Uh, it's all about that momentum and that snowball effect that will get you results over time. Okay, so that's my message. Uh, in a nutshell, to end the video, forget about going all in all at once to start a fitness routine. Focus on the long-term goal and focus on doing those small steps over and over and over again to get you to that goal. That's my message this Monday. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions, let me know down below in the comments. I'd love to hear from you and I will definitely get back to you on those questions. Um, and that's it. If you're interested in Bootcamp, check out the website. There's information there. Any questions, let us know. Any messages, send them through and we'll speak to you soon. Bye-bye. And that's a wrap for episode six of the Body Velocity Show. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for your attention. Uh, look, as always, if you're interested in boot camp, have a look at the website. If you're not a member yet, uh, have a look at the website. And uh, we've got a few challenges. We've got one challenge coming up for the New Year's resolution starting the 14th of January. Uh, we'll have a few challenges as well in 2019. But uh, yeah, if you'd like a good resolution challenge, feel free to check that out starting on the 14th of January for six weeks. Uh, that'll be on our website soon. Uh, it's not right now uh, yet. Uh, but yeah, thank you for tuning in. If you have any questions, leave them down below. If you like this recording, uh, feel free to help us help more people by sharing it on social media. We would love that. We would appreciate it. 
And uh, yeah, any messages, send it through. Any questions, send it through. And uh, we will listen to you. We will respond. Thank you for tuning in and we'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.